And welcome back to 90s Noise. This is Ashley, born 1988. I'm April, born 1991. All right. TGIF. And it is TGIF. I was trying to look to see if there was a, is there like a theme, was there like a theme song for that little, the bumpers that they always did to promote the TGIF? I honestly don't remember. It's been so long. It has been so long. <laughs> I have a feeling it, they probably did at one point, um, maybe later on in the time frame, maybe not when it first started. Let me see. It's Friday night and the mood is right. We're going to have some fun. It is right. Okay. Yeah. It doesn't bring back memories. I don't remember that, but okay. <laughs> Team well, that was interesting. <laughs> that was interesting <laughs> so I, I do kind of remember that so all right we kind of just jumped in we just jumped we, in we gave no introduction so <laughs> <laughs> welcome back to another episode of 90s noise and this week we are chatting about tgif but yeah so tgif the did you do any research kind of on the um creation of it at all I know you do a lot of research <laughs> I I did before but I don't remember about it now I know it started in like the late 80s but yeah that's kind of the extent of what I know about it um and we already kind of talked about Full House which I feel like is one of the more original part of TGIF show wise yeah. anyways did you do research? Did you have something? I, I didn't. I could be, <laughs> okay. I'll be completely okay. honest with you. I thought you, you were like, going somewhere with that. <laughs> no, no, you got to remember, I'm the Mary Kate here, so I'm the one that doesn't do the research. Oh, shit. Well, damn. Yeah, so the first run started in 1989. Okay. Yeah. So that's kind of like our childhood was where, when it ran up until like 2000. And then I feel like it kind of tapered off at that point so what i think really happened was because tgif was that was was it just an abc it was just an abc so i think what happened was then uh warner brothers kind of started doing their tgif i think it was called something different (laughs) like with sabrina and well sabrina was on tgif though originally it was a part of the original um, Boy Meets World, Sabrina, Two of a Kind, like all those I shows. Know, I know up. like Two of a Kind came back because it was like t- Two of a Kind's whole reason was to kind of try to save it, TGIF yeah. because it was at that point. Yeah, because at that point we're talking like 98 and yeah. a, a lot of the, well, not a lot, but the couple of shows that we're talking about today, like Family Matters and Step by Step they you know had really long runs with their seasons and when they got to like the last one or two of their seasons they transitioned over to where cbs bought them out or i don't know if they bought them out or whatever and that was something that i remembered back in the day is because abc kind of had control over friday nights or whatever night it was other networks started trying to do their own thing and they basically just failed like they sucked they weren't as good you know what I mean yeah weren't as successful but I do feel like for some reason because I feel like it kind of tapered off once the WB kind of came into a stronger 
Yeah, like four fronts. Just looking at kind of their programming, as far as like where I remember like not watching it again after that was mm-hmm. like about 2005. I watched um, Eight Simple Rules, Hope and Faith, Less Than Perfect. Those were like shows that me and my mom watched and that was 2004 era um and then after yeah. that it kind of just it was still going on but it was not tgf as I, what we know it yeah i think a part of it was that people started to kind of get more interested in the hour-long shows and tgif was still mm-hmm. just doing the half hours where right that's actually about the time that WB was really starting to go strong. I, I think mm-hmm. that was about the year that Supernatural came out. Charm oh, yeah. was still going. They had, I think Smallville was still going on at that time. Mm-hmm. So they had, there's a lot of things being drawing other people's attention. And they would, those were, a lot of that was hour long timeframes where, so they'd be missing two episodes of something from TGIF and they were spacing WB was spacing it out like they were competing with ABC for that oh yeah and everything so plus I think we have to remember technology was becoming way bigger mm-hmm. at that time and so yeah. people sitting down on a Friday night to watch their favorite sitcom or whatever just kind of lost the excitement you know that generation yeah. was kind of moving on so to speak yeah because I mean that was pretty much our generation mm-hmm. of of watching that and oh, yeah. at that point we were starting to be able to drive we could go hang out with friends nobody wanted to stay home <laughs> on friday night and exactly. watch shows that was it that was a, i probably did but... uh, honestly i did too but depending if it was like fall then i was at football games because mm. friday night was was high school friday football night football games. yeah and so i think that kind of might have been where they saw the drop in viewership and just was like you said technology the kids from the late 80s and 90s early 90s growing up and getting into a time where they don't have to be stuck at home they've got friends that can drive they can drive they're at school functions um all that kind of stuff so that's my two cents on that yeah my thought process on why they probably fizzled out and there's probably multiple reasonings why but that's yeah that both both of these reasonings make sense so we're gonna we're we're gonna touch on three different shows today Mm -hmm. that kind of helped catapult i guess in a sense like you said we already we already touched base on full house a little bit we'll we'll revisit full house a little bit later on Mm -hmm. um we both kind of feel like they're at least i personally feel there that is with it having been such a big part of my childhood it deserves a little bit more attention but today we will be chatting about three separate shows uh so what shows are those ashley so i was trying to figure out a way to like compare them but they're (laughs) no comparison (laughs) besides the fact that they're sitcoms they're all basically sitcoms on tgif there really isn't a lot to come to say that they you can compare them um because you're basically talking about a dinosaur family a suburban white family and a suburban black family very all very unique and different they all brought their own sort of interesting things to each show um so we have dinosaurs step by step and family matters 
Yes. And so you really didn't watch Family Matters and I really didn't watch Step by Step. Mm -hmm. Um, Did you watch Dinosaurs? I definitely remember Dinosaurs. Like rewatching some of the episodes, do I really remember the what was going on no but I remember all the characters I remember kind of the setups um all the different what do you call it like scenes like places that they film in like the house and the work all that kind of stuff I remember a lot of those but as far as different storylines that happened like especially even the finale none of that was really familiar to me I I had no clue about any of that but there was something about the show that made it so widely known and so popular were you knew what the dinosaurs were yeah (laughs) yeah so for me dinosaurs I'm trying to remember what the big connection was I think part of it was maybe because of when it came out it was so close to when I was born and there was a baby on the show (laughs) and everything and so that just I think like I think we had a like a toy junior yes I really I I vaguely remember having that it's long long did it say not the mama I think it did that's the thing I think it did it probably did that'd be good marketing and so because that just matched perfectly for again like I said for me at my like being a baby Mm -hmm. And then, like, it was also something my brothers could enjoy, too, because it was dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. I think that was, that was the big Jim Henson one, wasn't it? Yeah, I didn't know about that, actually. Yeah. That's, that really kind of makes sense. Like, the the animatronics and the costume mm-hmm. and everything, they really do look very, very good. Like, really good quality, very real. And I know yeah. from my research that they were really expensive. Yeah, and I, that I'm was sure. kind of part of the buildup to why it was canceled in the end, just because of all the expenses for it. But yeah, when yeah. I was so watching the show back and seeing it as, a, you know, in a different perspective, those costumes were really good. Like they looked yeah. legit, like really, they really hold good. up. Yeah. Like, okay. I love Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and everything. <laughs> I, I absolutely do. We all, all already know that, but the, those costumes maybe it's just because it's always such a dark movie and everything and so you're not able to see um they maybe didn't like Mm. go into as deep detail uh for those so they don't necessarily feel like they hold up quite as well now re-watching but watching dinosaurs shit man that could be done today and it would still be that same i mean yeah there'd be a few things that could be changed and make it a little bit more realistic right but I think it was also just something about the fact that there's actually people in that those costumes yes like oh my gosh I can't even imagine the the process of filming that but I also I like the fact that it was something where there were all different types of dinosaurs you know it wasn't just yeah. one type they could have made the whole show like super easy one type of dinosaur but they had so many different ones and I really yeah. liked seeing that part of it and also when I was listening to it I'm like oh my god the dad he sounds so freaking familiar and I kept on like who is it who is it and then when I finally figured it out uh-huh. holy shit like what uh, insane but he the dad is 
the guy from Xenon, the captain guy. Oh, yeah. Yes. Stuart Pinkett. Yes. And yeah. in, um, he was in the Honey, We Shrunk Ourselves. The, yeah. I was like, Holy he was crap. the uncle or whatever. Yeah. 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 I, for, I forgot about that. I know. And then once I started listening to him, I figured out, I'm like, okay, now all I'm picturing him in his in Xenon <laughs> movies. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I I agree for sure. Yeah, it was it was definitely a very intriguing concept because mm-hmm. I really didn't have much like that going no. on at the time. And I don't know if you saw, I I can't remember if I would sent it to you, but somebody had posted a video of behind the scenes. Oh my gosh. I, I may have that. seen that. I can't remember. Exactly. Where they're kind of like dancing around and stuff and like they don't have their heads. <laughs> oh no, I didn't see that then. I would love to honestly see some behind the scenes of that show. Yeah. It looked like it was so much fun. It's also funny because you could almost watch the show and forget that there are people inside playing them. Yeah. Like that's the crazy part of how realistic and how it just real it looks. Like no other better words I can think of, but <laughs> agreed. I, I thought that was just very ironic, the timing of that. And I just I was like, damn, this is great to see this. <laughs> oh so just some of the episodes that we rewatched. like I sent you some and you sent me some but did you because I didn't send it to you but did you happen to watch or do you remember anything about the finale of the show I I do not I I really I can't pull that one from my mind like there's a couple of them that when I was going back through their titles and everything, I was like, oh, okay, I do remember that one. I remember reading over the synopsis. Um, so, you, so you did remember some episodes? I did. Rem- okay. Yeah, I did remember some because, well, so back then it was really hard if you missed it when it originally was on to mm-hmm. ever see it again, mm-hmm. because a lot of those didn't get rerun and it wasn't until probably about 10, 15 years later or something where a, cha- a station had pick- picked up the rights or whatever and started to reshow some of those episodes. Mm-hmm. And so then I got to rewatch them. And, but the only problem was it was usually like during the day, during a school day. Mm-hmm. Like, who's going to be able to watch it during a school day? <laughs> Not me, unless I'm skipping. <laughs> no, no. Did you rewatch the finale? I did because I like I said I don't think I ever had seen it and when I was reading about it because I looked up kind of like a list of what were some of the top episodes and that was one of them but it's like a sad finale like basically it's about the dinosaur you know the the dad he it's basically about like greed like they're building it up to where they want more type of stuff and oh this is not good enough and oh we'll just pollute well they didn't really say it as polluting but they're had like a overgrowth of poppies and so they wanted to like just basically dump chemicals to kill all the poppies but then it killed every other plant life on the planet then they bombed all the volcanoes which then created all this ash and stuff in the air so basically they it was coming down to they all they all died in the end which we know happened but 
it was kind of depressing. Like you're, you're enjoying this family sitcom for all these seasons and all these episodes. And then it comes down to, okay, we're wrapping up the show and this is how we're going to, we're taking it out. The, the dinosaurs are all die, dying. Yeah. That makes it to where they can't uh, revive it. <laughs> maybe Shucks. they knew, maybe they, they had a foresee into, into the future of all these revivals and oh, everything. God. They're like, no, we don't, we don't want this to be revived. Like we want to, we want to go out with a bang. So we're going to stick with a bang <laughs> in all sense and terms. But they could though, like they still could do a, a similar concept anyways of dinosaurs because everyone loves dinosaurs. Like the, the idea of dinosaurs will never die. Like people are always going to be fascinated with it, especially as more research and stuff becomes known and they find out more and more, they're going to want to create new versions of stories that haven't been told about these new discoveries. So I could totally see it being done, but I feel like the sitcom family show in this generation is done. Like people don't mm -hmm. really care about those as much anymore. Like as we did growing up, I grew up on sitcoms and that was my childhood. And I just don't, see it as because now it would be all cgi and like there would be no people uh, <laughs> no and that's i mean that's what kind of gave it part of its flair mm -hmm. was that it wasn't because wasn't it done i think it was done in front of a live studio audience well that's the thing with all of these shows they pretty much yeah. all were and now that's kind of a, a dead thing as well they don't do that which is kind of sad because yeah. i i always wanted to be Mm -hmm. at a taping and everything i always thought that would be super cool to do and be a part of that hell yeah Fuck. i mean sometimes the laugh tracks and stuff can be a little cheesy or overdone but it does still give it its charm you know like it's that's what yeah. makes the show so special is having that because you you know there are there is actually a live audience watching it versus them just yeah. like putting it on top of it which is even worse <laughs> yeah yeah no i hate when they splice it with um Ugh. with those like fake laugh tracks it's it's so frustrating so with these episodes of dinosaur that we watch what did you think like storyline how how that kind of progressed i liked a lot of the storylines like the one that i sent you specifically about it was on season two about like family dinners do the, you the family ch challenge yeah yeah where they like yeah. wanted to get all the people at the table the kids and the mom and the dad and stuff to talk at the table did you ever mm -hmm. go through dinners like that growing up where it was a mandatory we have to sit at the table we're not going to have anything oh, yeah. on around us and we're going to chat about our day like was that something that your family did yeah it was it, it really was we had a table there was five of us that we could all sit around it was a situation where the tv was turned off mm -hmm. we usually all stayed at the table until everybody was done it, it was kind of more of that like family style eating. Of course, as we got older and our schedules kind of started to be here and there with school sports, with school activities, all those kinds of things that kind of dwindled to where even when we did try to do that, TV would be on in the background and <laughs> they people would be checking it and stuff like that. And so then it just kind of got to the point where we only really would do that Christmas, Thanksgiving, birthdays, those would be kind of the time because otherwise it just, we just didn't really have the, unfortunately didn't have the schedules to continue to eat together all the time. 
Yeah. I mean, that's kind of similar to ours as well. That's how I remember growing up. But it did start in the younger years as you would all sit together. And, you know, I don't know if we necessarily did a whole lot of chit chatting about our lives, but there was, you know, we didn't have the TV on. Of course, we didn't have phones and stuff back then to be messing with. And then, yeah, as we got older, I remember it was, okay, the TV might be on, we're still at the table, or eventually we just ate our food on the couch and watched yeah. whatever, like, you know, like, that's kind of how, how it transitioned over the years. But I did like how that show was very relevant and how it brought up a lot of topics that families could discuss or were, mm-hmm. could be something that you were going through or whatever. And and that's kind of what I felt like watching it now as an adult I could kind of pick up on more so yeah like um one of the ones that I sent you the uh was it Charlene's tale mm. oh, that was funny when you catch all the end windows like Ooh. yes <laughs> it's, and it's like of course that as a kid goes straight over your head oh yeah but it is a very realistic thing for girls mm-hmm. to go through because females when we start to develop, it's always one of those things where the ones who developed first get noticed more quickly. And then the ones that don't get kind of left behind, um, or so it may feel that way. I don't know. I dealt, I was one of those that was like one of the first ones in my grade to be wearing a bra and everything. Oh, really? Yeah. And so I, I never knew, I never knew. I always was like, why why like I hated like PE because of Mm. it and different things because it just wasn't comfortable anymore but I that's like watching it now I'm kind of like damn I kind of wish like I'd been able to watch this during that time that I was going through my situation and everything but yeah we were a little bit on the younger side for the show for a lot of these storylines to hit but Mm -hmm. that's what you know, again, going back to like why we're doing this podcast, this is a show that I feel holds up to where I have a good time watching it again now and appreciating yeah. all those storylines in a different way. And it doesn't become, I don't know, just really cheesy or, or whatever, like yeah. step by step, which we'll talk about later. But it's a show <laughs> that like holds up. And even the theme song, it's not even a, a wordy theme song, but it's yeah, the tune of it is super memorable. Yeah. And I'm not gonna lie, I really freaking like their house. Like, cool, yeah. It's uh, I'm like, why can't houses be built like that now? Like, I would totally go for that. Just the setup and everything. Mm-hmm. Ah, man. Yeah, that was that was pretty cool. But then, okay, so then the other episode that I sent you, I believe the uh, was also from season two. Did I send that to, one to you? I might not have. I honestly don't remember which ones I sent you anymore. <laughs> I think I might have sent you the season one from season two or one from season four. So greatest story ever told was the other one. Okay, season four. Yeah, so Um, that one was very interesting. That one was hilarious. Potatoism. The potatoism. What do you think about potatoism? I thought that was a really good way to just generalize all the bullshit and everything that society follows. Like, and they still follow today. I'll be honest, it really made me want like French fries. Of course. Yeah. I'm like, I would go for that. I'll follow potatoism. Do I get potatoes every day? (laughs) Yeah. I found it very interesting that they were touching on such a big topic Mm -hmm. at that time. And 
it is so very true. Like this, the world just, they don't want the true answers. They just want, people just want what's easy. Yeah. And we still do. Sadly, we haven't changed. Unfortunately. It's almost like Google. Like, let me just Google all my answers, even though half of them are wrong. But agreed. It was it was funny to talk about a topic like that and do it in sort of a very comical way to where it was lighthearted and people could be like, Oh shit, you're right. We do kind of like get a little bit crazy about that or whatever it may Mm -hmm. have been. Yeah. No, but there was another one that I watched. I didn't send it to you, but it was about which would have been another good one for us if we were like young teenagers um, going into high school or whatever, where uh, Charlene sort of felt this pressure of, oh, I have to have the latest jacket that the whatever's in style. I don't think I remember that one a little bit. And like, like the jacket was like a, a black and white thing. And it had like this thing on the shoulder talking to her and kind of like a devil yeah. on the shoulder. Almost. I think so. I can kind of like just vaguely remember to like pull it from like the very, the very depths of my mind. But it was just funny because it is, it's like a, a that peer pressure you feel mm-hmm. and you're like, well, but they have it. So if I have it, I'll be popular or what it'll make me feel good or whatever it is. Do you feel like you mm-hmm. went through that growing up? At oh all? yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Especially just because there was a lot of people who had a bit more just financially higher class than everything. And so going to a small school for most of my my time, we knew everybody since we were in freaking diapers. And it just, you knew like where everybody stood in society and on the scale. And we weren't I mean we weren't at the bottom or anything but we we just I mean there's five of us it it did it I definitely did feel those pressures and everything and then then finally I got to a point where I just said fuck it I don't care like I'm done letting other people dictate what I want to have yeah I mean and I feel like we all sort of come into that eventually or at least I hope most of us do (laughs) but yeah like I I feel like I went through the same thing being especially being the younger sibling to a sister I I sometimes would get some hand-me-downs or whatever and Mm -hmm. you know may not exactly be what you want but what you get is what you're stuck with and you just take it and appreciate it but yeah absolutely okay so what did you think, though, about the baby? I freaking love that character. Did he have a name, though, or was it just... Junior. It was Junior? I think it was Junior. Oh, I only heard him called Baby. Baby Sinclair. Junior. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, yeah, I don't yeah. remember if it was the the Food Goes Bad or episode <laughs> or the Charlene's Tale. That episode was hilarious. <laughs> I... <laughs> I just yeah <laughs> those um but one of those the dad calls him junior junior uh okay so you do know who voices him right the baby yeah because like once I found that out all I could picture is I would basically just homo that makes sense though so who is it what's his name uh I believe his name is okay Kevin, Kevin Clash. Clash yeah yeah and his like IMDb pictures with Elmo. Elmo, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah it's his whole career, but yeah. <laughs> I had no idea, honestly, that that there was that connection. But then once I heard it, I'm like, that's all I hear now is Elmo. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can hear it. Like it's, but he do, I mean, he does do still a good job of making it a separate character. Right. Right. It's just it comes out every so often in certain things, but it's, yeah. So, um, actually, and then the guy who was Robbie, mm-hmm. who was in the costume, actually was also in uh, Turtles, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. In one of their costumes? He was, uh, he wore the Donatello suit for the first two movies for hmm. a good chunk of it. Um, I do know that in the first movie, Ernie Reyes Jr. does put on the suit uh donatello for a little bit for different scenes and everything but um yeah leaf leaf tilden yeah that's also something i didn't think about is that it probably was all different actors inside the suit versus who is voicing them i didn't think about that yeah a lot of times it is yeah it usually is and that seems like that's what if you're a if you're a suit actor you just kind of keep going to movies and doing suit acting and so that's what it seemed like that guy did yeah and i mean like they're they're kind of used to it with being under the hot lights and everything yeah that'd be a very warm job so okay Uh, this or that for you real quick on regarding dinosaurs or i guess that it would be more of a would you rather would you rather be in one of the dinosaur suits doing dinosaurs or would you rather be in one of the character costumes at Walt Disney World. Awfully close, but <laughs> one you're talking gonna probably be more so on a sound stage, probably indoors with some decent air conditioning versus outdoors having to deal with nonstop kids which i can't stand <laughs> yeah i'm going with the dinosaur suit <laughs> <laughs> me too me too that would be my worst <laughs> fucking nightmare is to be in a disney character costume hell no 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 no. i'm done <laughs> no and like i remember that like even if like you get sick or anything like you oh. just throw up in your suit and oh, then you no, keep no, going you're making me sick thinking about that <laughs> can you imagine if that like... if you were just hugging or meeting one and they had like just vomited in their skin. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like don't touch me out because oh yeah no. man yeah I definitely would have to go with the dinosaur one also because it's that and I feel like you'd have more breaks to be able to take off the head mm-hmm. and everything whereas at like Disney World or Disneyland you no. You don't t- you don't take that damn thing off if you want to keep your job. Yeah, so. no. you'll be found on one of those dark websites where it's like the dark side of Disney, and they're <laughs> they're over there like smoking something on the someone took a yes. picture of them. <laughs> yes, yes, I don't smoke, but I would do that just to be able oh to God. land on one of those. <laughs> what crazy thing can you do in the costume? Yikes! Yeah. Okay, so. Speaking of smoking, did you watch the PSA episode that they did, which we all know the 90s love doing those? Yes, they know no, the drugs. I didn't. They did one of those. But the funny thing about that episode was that it was more uh, like a good half of it was more so 
not really dissing the drugs. It was like, oh, this is amazing. Like, look how amazing it makes me feel. And like, it was more so like that type of episode. And then at the end, Robbie comes in and he's like, I forgot what he said. He's something about like, we, like it's a require, like some type of requirement that they have to do that shows have to do these PSA episodes because, you know, they want kids to to make sure that they don't do drugs. And so if they don't, then we can stop doing these stupid episodes. There was basically something along those lines. So I kind of liked yeah how they did that where I was like okay this is ridiculous but we were required to do it yeah that's why we had so many of those is because they were yeah but (laughs) you know honestly some of the stuff we've we've gone back and rewatched I've been like oh my gosh I can't get through this Mm -hmm. but dinosaurs is one that I will probably truly go back and like just play all the way through yeah I kind of just jumped around to the few episodes right. and everything uh, just based on time and, and stuff. But plus like the way that Disney has it, it's not the same way that it's set up like in the Wikipedia or IMDb, how they have their episodes. Hmm. It's a little different. That's why I was like, here's the title name because there was yes. no. That's why, that's why I did like both when I gave you mine because I was then sure like if maybe they just had them like in different order in the seasons or something um because I hadn't actually really looked deep into that yeah I don't think they have every episode they might but I don't think that they did and then they had like those dumb episodes like the last one of each of the seasons which I just I don't think was the real thing during the show was like a clip show where they would show this like topped clips from Oh, it was yeah. stupid and I'm like why is this an actual episode like I don't want to watch that <laughs> I don't know well, they did that fun. they did that with like a girl meets world they oh, really? kind of did the same type of thing with their final episode but it was like just a behind the scenes thing oh and it was like huh. this is what <laughs> so do you have a favorite character do you need to ask <laughs> not the mama <laughs> Definitely baby. Definitely junior. Definitely junior. Was it one of the episodes that we watched um, that you had given me that he was trying, that the dad was trying to teach him how to say dad and he was like, dad? Yes. Dad. Dad. He was like, dad, 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 or whatever he was doing. And then, yeah. And then, and then he like, he, he goes, not the mama. I'm like, I was, because it was one of those things where I'm like, I, I couldn't quite remember that specific part. Mm-hmm. And then watching, I'm like, He's going to say daddy. Mm -hmm. And then when somebody comes in, he's going to then go back to not the mama. And, but I like that so much better where he's like walking where the dad's walking away and he's just (laughs) not the mama. And it's like, kind of like the, kind of like that when a kid does something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I, that's, that was my favorite. He's my favorite character. What about you? Yeah, same. I mean, how can you not like him? He's just hysterical. Oh yeah. And it kind of just, it's, it's just so. I don't know. It's just so he like, got that one up ep- the one episode where he's on the ground or he like fell over and he's on the ground. He's like trying like, oh I'm gonna walk to the fridge. Oh shoot, I can't walk. <laughs> Remember that one? Yeah. <laughs> and he has to like crawl over. <laughs> There's a lot of that. Or like when he get like hit and like thrown across the room again. Again, yeah. hmm Yeah. Yeah. A lot oh, of good catchphrases. Absolutely. That that is definitely one that I I could foresee like rewatching numerous times. Like almost do them like an annual rewatch or something. It's the episodes are short. Mm-hmm. And so 
it would just, it would be like, hey, if you're sick for a weekend or something or two days, just throw it on. Just make sure you're not like a, like that hallucinogenic sick, because that could be a very interesting rewatch. Don't give me some ideas now. <laughs> Actually, it's a little tempting. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Do you think that this is a show that like the new generation would put on, like that they would get at all? Do you feel like that's something no you see yeah I don't see them watching it I I don't see them watching it and I also see them picking apart every little thing and making it a political statement or oh that's uh that hurts me like that that comment <laughs> hurts me it's like you know what oh, there'd be a lot of that fuck over yourself yeah are they truly hurting you? We're not, we're not going to get into that because that I'll go off on a massive tangent yeah. and we'll be here for days. Yeah, no. Let's move on. <laughs> yeah, moving on. So we're wrapping up. Do you have anything else to say about dinosaurs? Nope. Wrapping up dinosaurs, tying it with a bow. We're going to set it aside. We're going to set it aside and step on over. To step, to step, step by step. <laughs> <laughs> See what I did there? I, I, I saw where you were going with that. Step. so this one okay no so okay so this is fun because now we're getting i'm getting your perspective of someone that's like never watched the show really it's not the first one what's your take what's your take on this show (laughs) okay so it was interesting number one okay so a few so a few of my notes the dad reminded me a lot of alan thick he does yeah from growing pains mm-hmm. the dad on growing pains the mom i can't remember what she was reminding like who she reminded me of like but it still has been driving me insane she's from i know i don't know i know you don't really watch it much but she's from three's company that's like that's probably in. okay that's probably why and then this felt very uh yours mine and ours like the movie yeah, a mm. little bit like that. So I almost, I'll admit it, Ashley, I almost called you to yell at you. Yes. Because <laughs> of the episode. Because which, of the okay, dog episode. Okay. The dog episode. Okay, good. You know, about, why, you, know, you know why I sent that to you? Okay, because number one, my question, I have a question for you. Is that the same dog? Same dog. You double, you double yeah. check. Oh okay. yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was like trying to figure out how I could double check, and I was like, I, I'm not gonna do that deep dive because I'll get distracted onto something else. <laughs> but yeah, I, I knew because same, so same dog and same boy. Same boy. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. That's what I loved about that but it's kind of funny because in that episode it's different than how it is in the movie because now he's afraid of the dog whereas in the movie he was like taking care of it best friends almost yeah I so for me I wanted to call and yell at you because number one the fact that the owners oh just fucking abandon him I was about to be like Ashley. I was almost. I was not going to send it to you if it was a bad ending because I was like, "How is this going to end? Is this going to be like, oh, we're just taking it back to the pound? We're done with it?" I was which, like, which almost Ashley, kind of how it was. you know how I am with this. Like, mm-hmm. I did love how it was just very. I mean, number one, it was very typical Saint Bernard behavior and everything. So I love that. Like after talking with Brian. 
Mm -hmm. I kind of started to wonder like, okay, what, what were they doing to get him to do those things? Was it being like kind of more like Brian did with um, Beethoven or was it more like what the trainer was trying to do? Well, I would assume that the trainer probably followed the dogs wherever they went. Probably. You know what I mean? Like it's probably the same type of situation. And so, yeah, anytime now that you see that sort of situation, you think like what's actually going on, like yeah. what's happening with the dogs. But yes, we are talking about the same dog that was in Beethoven was also in an episode of Step by Step. So we thought we'd bring it full circle and talk about it. Yes. yes. <laughs> Along with the fact that the boy in mm. Beethoven is also in Step by Step. His he his character was very similar though. In yeah. this, like for the most part, with the exception of like in Beethoven, he wasn't afraid of dogs. Mm -hmm. I didn't mind the episodes you sent over because there was that one which I loved. I did love how like the mom was super against it, and then as mm -hmm. soon as that he like started helping her with the garden, then she's oh, like yeah. oh. making him like the fresh steak and like putting down the little. Uh, that was hilarious thing for him. I kind of was like how I get sometimes with my animals. I'm just over the top, like giving them way too much. And then when it's yeah. my own my own dinner or whatever, I'm just like, yeah, let's throw something together real quick. Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. I agree. So that was that was a good episode. I I was rooting for them to keep the dog and everything. It but... would not have worked out with that family though. I could not see them with yeah. a dog like a, a, yeah no yeah. And but I loved. I wondered what the twist was gonna be. That I loved the twist at the end where she does take it to mm -hmm. a, a shelter and they. They find they do find it a home, and he gets to go back and live in the same damn house he was living in. That's great for him, honestly. Yeah, I almost thought that it was going to be his original owners that had showed up and like we're ready to bring. We decided to keep the, keep yeah. the dog and be like, oh well, we sent him to the pal. I was like, whoa, but no. I, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, is that the owner? Like, <laughs> what the hell? Oh shit. Uh, yeah no it was it was fun it was uh, yeah. a fun little yeah i i don't know and that's the thing i don't know what the appeal was as a kid when we watched that show for me i feel like it had a lot of similarities to full house i mean obviously it's yeah. like they have the same theme song the same opening because it was basically created by the same the theme was created by the same people so it has that same familiarity familiarity i hate that word i don't know why i chose to use that i hate the same feels or whatever and then, of course, that, which we already talked about, the long-ass intro. Did you sit mm -hmm. through and watch that whole intro, or did you skip it? I watched it one time. Okay. And then the other uh, episodes, I skipped it. So I did find it interesting how... So did they redo the entire thing or just the intro like the with the names because if you watch it like season one of course they're all like little kids but then like the later season episode that you had sent me the where that shows the names it's updated but I didn't I didn't watch the whole thing I just saw like the first two names of the later season that's a good so I didn't question know they like completely redid it I think that as the season that seasons went on they shortened the theme song so it was mm -hmm. always them at the theme park 
but I don't know that, the, I mean, the kids didn't really age that much during the show. I think they just kept using the same close-ups, whatever they use originally. I, I don't think they redid it, but I, I could be wrong. They did, they did redo, um, because, did. yeah, so the first, whatever, the first episode, like in the first, the earlier season, they're young. Yeah. And they, the, where it shows them at is a little different than the, that, co- that college episode. Oh. with um marston so they do they do do the, like yeah. the okay i wasn't honestly i skipped it because like i said this, yeah. this song is so long and i've heard it so many times and you're just like <laughs> no yeah because i mean it was very similar in the sense that full house kind of redid theirs mm-hmm. but they kept it kind of the same thing just reshot it okay as they age and everything uh, um like going to going to do the picnic and everybody's at mm, the picnic and everything that full house i mean that did. was throughout the whole thing it was the same premise it just as they added more regular characters they, like becky and the twins mm-hmm. they just added on to it hmm. so interesting yeah I mean, I guess, yeah, it makes sense. You would have to, because it'd be kind of weird if you're like on season seven and everyone still looks like they're 10. So. Yeah, for sure. So what, um, what you watched this when it was in its prime and everything. Was it something that you guys as a family watch? Was it just like you just, or how, yeah, I think how it, did that kind of. Yeah, I think it was just one of those, okay, Friday night, we probably were watching the TGIF lineup for whatever was on. I'm curious as to what was on with Step by Step, just just so I can, which is weird because like, I mean, it was like Family Matters, Step by Step, and then Dinosaurs. So I feel like, I don't know really why we chose to watch that show because there's no really true, unless we watched it after Boy Meets World, because later on it comes on after Boy Meets World and but mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know why that was a show. We, but, but like I said, I think it's just because it was so similar to Full House and loving Full House with that whole, and maybe my mom liked it because it was kind of almost a, that modernized version of the Brady Bunch with bringing in, yeah. you know, the mom and the dad and their kids and sort of creating this um, step family in a sense, which I think was in the nineties becoming more of a thing, these like mm-hmm. divided households and probably for her she saw that concept and was like oh Brady Bunch let me you know let's watch this as a family and then we just got invested in it now I don't think I watched I don't really recall watching like the later seasons um some of those yeah. where they're like older they they're not as familiar to me like I know um Jason is big becomes the bigger character later on in the yeah. series and whatnot and I and I remember him being Dana's boyfriend but I don't really remember too much like after that. So there is still like this, when did you start watching it? Where did you stop watching it? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, Yeah. I honestly, I might've like seen it once or twice, but it could have also been a situation where, okay, we watch family matters. We then have like a half hour break and then we come back for dinosaurs type Mm -hmm. of thing. Yeah. But I think what's, also was also really cool about the TGIF shows which we've talked about before is that it kind of like all the shows sometimes almost kind of did like a crossover thing you know Mm -hmm. so there so there were times where your favorite character on this show would be on another show and you would end up watching it because of that 
Um, and I think, well, Jason being one of them, he was on so many of those shows growing yeah. up, but also Urkel, which we'll talk about it, you know, for the next show. Mm-hmm. He, I didn't send you that episode, but he had an appearance on like okay. the second episode of Step by Step. Huh. So, so then it's like, it becomes this thing where, okay, so these families are all living in like the same world now. Like they just, yeah, because Mark and Urkel do like a, like a science project together. So it's very strange. It's, it is very interesting how they did this same universe. It's very intriguing. Mm -hmm. Um, I think probably what it was, was just that they all were filming in the same backlots. It wasn't the episode that one of the episodes I sent you, but the I think I'd sent you that video from when uh, the guy who plays Uncle Phil, yeah, <laughs> came in and surprised. Um, oh gosh, I'm losing his name right now. Um, the Carl the from Family Matters. Carl is Carl? Carl. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, and I feel like they did that. Someone else did something like that too, where it was like another show walked onto another show. I don't know. Maybe I'm just making it up, but I, I do feel like like John Stamos was in an episode of Step by Step. Okay. I mean, like there was a lot of was he playing? No, he wasn't playing Jesse, but it's still it was like they were using yeah. a lot of the same the same people. And, yeah. yeah. So I think I remember reading somewhere that a lot of them, like the kids and everything, would go and watch some of the other the other sets and everything mm. and just to kind of kill time. Maybe maybe they fed the audience too. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised, but that I mean when at that time it was just like a line of studios, um, like the back lots where just you could pretty much walk into five different shows in a single day mm. because of their schedules and just where they were located. It was very easy to access them in that sense. You know, something else that I find funny about a lot of these 90s sitcom shows is that all of the houses are like identical. Have you noticed with like a lot of these 90s sitcom shows is that their houses, they're almost identical. Like you walk in, there's the stairs, they're in the living room, they go through a door, it's the kitchen. Like it, it's almost identical for all of these yeah. shows. Like, and I, yeah, I did not grow up with a house like that at all. Like that was not what we grew up in. Like we didn't have stairs. We didn't have an upstairs. We didn't have that. Okay. So with uh, how our house was set up, our main entrance was on the top floor but we did have a basement Mm. and so I always kind of was jealous about having a having an upstairs and everything I really was jealous I never had that as a kid I always wanted to have those stairs to like run up and down yeah I wanted like that kind of setup that Mm -hmm. they have and especially a full house is set up that I I really that was like what four story that would have basement first floor the girl's floor and then the attic mm-hmm. and it's like yeah. I I think at one point I tried to like get up into our attic and that was not <laughs> no it was not a not a place where you could uh yeah uh, no we had like a one and a half story we yeah we had an attic but it wasn't like an attic attic and you know uh yeah I always wanted to have 
a house where you could basically go upstairs in one room and come downstairs and be in a different room. Like, you know, you're in the kitchen, like, what the fuck? Like, that is so cool. Like, yeah, it is very interesting as to how they design those houses. And I'm curious if that's how a lot of suburban type houses were, or if that's just what shows created and this unrealistic viewpoint of houses. (laughs) I wonder if that, I think that's kind of a little bit more like how houses are in California. Well, Step by Step wasn't based in California, though. They were, they were from Wisconsin, I think. Yeah, Wisconsin. Michigan, somewhere around there. I think it was Wisconsin. Because that's where Family Matters was, too. Yeah, but the thing, I don't remember. I think it was Detroit, Michigan, Mm -hmm. maybe. I get it all mixed up, but you got to think about it though. My mom and I actually were just talking about this um, the other day because she was watching the Supernatural prequel, um, The Winchesters, which Mm. is supposed to be set in 70s Lawrence, Kansas, Mm. which is where I grew up. Mm. And my mom's like, I'm watching this and they have it they're portraying it like the freaking wild west like gravel (laughs) all over all this kind of stuff she's like it wasn't that way in the 70s like that maybe in the 40s but not the 70s but you but that i was telling her i was like that's probably the writer's thoughts on middle america Mm -hmm. right how many of them have actually truly been to these locations that they're set in to really know I mean I I, I don't know I don't know if they actually have truly visited or not well that's even the thing just growing up as a kid when you live on either the east coast or the west coast you are basically like you basically ignore the central the center center of the United States like that whole part of it like that that whole what do you call it now the middle America middle America that yeah. that was a whole thing like I remember I, I forgot what I was looking into but they were like we we didn't even include the percentages of the middle America and their opinions on something I don't forgot what it was yeah. but I'm like holy crap like that that really is how it was though <laughs> you guys yeah. were forgotten about like we were we <laughs> the were wild wild and, west is out there we don't know <laughs> yeah and because I was telling her I was like watching Supernatural I had to kind of get over that too because it was supposed to show Lawrence in the 80s and then like in the 2000s and it's like they it's like they had never been to where they're trying to portray and they're just going off of what they think it is because they read it in a book or something like that that's so weird though especially to like make a show nowadays like they have location scouts like why don't you just take a trip out there and kind of see or go like that just that just sounds like laziness (laughs) it really is and so I think that that's probably why like so the houses look so similar and everything because they don't they didn't know like they, they didn't took go one out idea there. and everyone just ran with it. And they're like, okay, yeah. that works. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I that's that's my little take on that. But like like you said, I, I enjoyed those houses, mm-hmm. how they were set Heck up yeah. and everything. They were really sweet. Definitely goals, but unrealistic goals. Yeah. I like to just tour through one, like get a, yeah. a walk through. Like if yeah. someone has like a walkthrough that I could do of 
a boy meets world house or full house house like <laughs> how cool would that be just to like do a little day trip of just going through all these oh, childhood yeah. houses of shows you watch that'd be cool <laughs> that would be for sure i mean the full house uh house i think had been up for sale a few years ago mm-hmm. or something well the um, thing is the like the outside the exterior yeah the outsides are never what the insides are and they're like yeah oh, that's not my house <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> so outside of the beethoven episode what else mm-hmm. did you think about it because you watched the brady bunch growing up so compare it to that i did okay so <laughs> Going into it, just jumping into random episodes, I was a little confused about who was whose kid. Yeah, I still honestly and, got confused when I was rewatching. I'm like, wait, who is that? Yeah, <laughs> and so that kind of was a little, that was a little confusing to me. Whereas, obviously, with the Brady Bunch, you know, the girls are Carol's and the guys are Greg's, but, uh, or what's the yeah, the crazy. I don't remember that. That's how long it's been since I've actually watched the Brady Bunch. Mm. Wait, what is his name? I don't know. Greg, Mike. Greg's the oldest. I Greg, think it's maybe Mike. Mike. Mike sounds familiar. I think Mike Brady. A very common. Give me a second here. There's Peter, Greg, Bobby, Bobby, Mike. and then Mike. Yeah, Mike's the dad. Okay. <laughs> and then Carol, Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Jan and oh my god, Cindy. Cindy, 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 Cindy. Yeah, that's how that's how bad it is. Like, like I said, it's probably been five or six years since I watched that show. So comparing it, there were actually a lot of similarities. The nannies, the nanny part, the nanny. They had a nanny. Well, was it? Well, nanny housekeeper, whatever. Uh, um, you mean Cody, so, the guy? He's not a nanny. No. Oh. No, I'm talking about so this the second episode, the one with the dad, with um the dad's dad, those two ladies, the two bigger ladies. Um Are they, aren't they like just like the babysitter though? Babysitter nannies. That's, that's Alice was like a live-in, wasn't she? Like these ladies yeah, are kind of Alice was a live-in, but <laughs> why do they have two babysitters? <sighs> that's a or really was one question. of them like a housekeeper, like a cleaning? I honestly I don't remember what their character roles were if I'm being honest I know that she had like a hair salon off of the house so I don't know if they were a part of maybe that as well maybe okay yeah and then the whole Cody thing like that confused me like Cody yeah he's a hot mess (laughs) I was like wait is he who the is he um because he's like the nephew he's like the nephew. nephew yeah yeah okay and he just lives in the van outside and he's i think by the end of the show he's got to be mid-20s but the actor is actually like 40 so it's a very strange i don't know yeah Yeah, no i i I have to admit i was there are definitely some confusing aspects of it confused i think that probably kind of kept me from being too invested it was it was interesting to see um the kid from beethoven like that was like oh okay i don't know if if i had to put it up against brady bunch i definitely would go with brady bunch yeah no that makes sense i i mean i don't i don't know what i would pick i probably would pick step by step but it it is very like cringe you can only watch a couple episodes before you're like okay gotta turn it off gotta move on to something else it's just 
it doesn't hit the same. That's why I was saying I don't know why we kept tuning into it. I I, I don't yeah. I don't know why it why it was something we kept watching. But I did I did love you spending the episode that had a Tiffany Thiessen in it. Though. I try to make it nice for you because I'm like, hey, here's a couple like little. This was a nice episode. <laughs> yeah, she, she knows I was, her. <laughs> I was like, because I, I was like at first I was like, is that because I was I was watching on my phone. Mm. I think. And so I'm like, is that? Oh, that is. Okay. Yeah. Cause like the first couple of glances, she, you can't, it's just a quick. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, then like she stands up and says something I'm like, all right, that is, that is Tiffany. Yeah. I like them kind of doing that, throwing in other actresses and actors. But yeah. And they did have, just like Full House, they did have a whole going to Disney episode too, which. Oh, I, yeah. I, it wasn't as good and they had like the whole it must have been something that ab like they were required to do or something because they also had the same indiana jones like scene thing happening and i'm like why wow. why is this street? i think that probably <laughs> was around the time that that like started showing oh, or something mm. and so they're probably using it as, a, yeah, yeah. as an extra marketing tactic yeah. throwing it in there well i will say that Cool House did a much better job with their TV yeah. episode. Yeah. Or that could have also just been an easier one to film in. Yeah. Like the, because it's That's an true. outside thing and everything yeah. and stuff. So it, it probably was also an easier setup. Mm-hmm. Whereas like some of the others were more difficult. And I mean, it was kind of like the coolest show that they had at Disney. So I could see yeah. them wanting to include it. But Push it. Just- that's kind of a weird inclusion for step by step because it wasn't yeah. it wasn't the same as Full House where it's like Steve, you know. So it just it was just weird. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, overall, I don't know about the show. It just there's a there's a lot that's going on with it, and there's a lot that doesn't hold up. Mm-hmm. But I guess if you're watching as a kid, you probably would see one of the other kids and maybe relate to them or be like, you know, because they did have all the cliches yeah as all the kids like you could be like oh that one's the girly girl that one's a tomboy or whatever but other than that it's just like what what was it how did it survive for that many seasons that's what I'm curious about I'm a little curious (laughs) about myself (laughs) oh that's all I got to say on that one what about you all I got all you got all right now final transition for this round that's on you I I ain't got (laughs) anything good uh, <laughs> uh, there's there's not a like good transition on this but sorry oh, wait our, what the same production company that did step by step also did two of a kind which i found would be very interesting oh i didn't know that it was like the hmm. same that's not saying like with a lot of these like step by step and family matter they had a lot of the same people involved and in working saying, on them. they they were most of them were very much in the same backlot areas and yeah. so they would just, it would just be like, oh, okay, I'm over here today. <laughs> okay, I'm over there. Okay, I'm over at that one. I mean, so I think that's why there's so much similarities between everything was that also at that time, writers and producers and directors, a lot of times would sign contracts with production companies mm. and they would have to give them so many episodes or whatever and it could it could be just all right you've got to write 
50 episodes. It could be for five, 10 episodes, a show for five different mm-hmm. shows or something like that. That's how um, it's kind of actually, that's kind of how we're moving back to. If you've noticed oh, really? a lot of, a lot of actors and actresses are kind of signing on with the different streaming services now. And they're sticking with a specific streaming service. Mm, Besides their like big blockbuster movies, like they could be signed with Prime Mm -hmm. and doing a few different Prime shows and being a guest star on this one, being a main star on that. And so I I like what a lot of those people do with like signing on like Hallmark. They just always yeah. do Hallmark movies. That makes yeah, sense. Yeah, exactly. And um, which is what back when film and the entertainment industry started, that's what people did. They signed on with the different production companies like RKO, all those. And they had to give them so many movies. Hmm. Like that's why you see so like so many of the same people working together consistently back in the early prime time of uh, movies is because of those contracts that they were production specific, like production company specific. And so I feel like maybe that's part of why we saw so many like writers, producers, um, directors jumping from these TGIF shows to Mm. each one and why they tried to combine some of them and bring them over or anything that's kind of my thought on that yeah I mean yeah I mean a lot of them were just like recycled storylines from something else a lot of them at least step by step there wasn't a whole lot of creativity involved in that one as far as stories that they were talking about and it's like everything wrapped up very quickly and easily like oh the controversy and oh it's over with and oh like it's like the same it's almost like it was like the same thing in each episode just with a different kid or something you know not not a whole lot of you know they didn't really do a whole lot of family stuff in that show where like everyone's at the table or anything like that you know what I mean like all the scenes were very separate and just like you're doing your thing, you're doing your thing, but we're never going to do it together. (laughs) Well, like they didn't even show the dinner with the dad, dad Mm -mm. and fiance. No. It was just, you saw them setting up and then it goes to the next scene where dinner's over. Mm -hmm. And it's, I was kind of, I was a little, I I had to rewind and make sure I hadn't missed something. Did I just get up to go do something real quick and missed that part mm-hmm. but no I was I, I feel like there was a bit more they could have worked with right yeah so oh, well do you think it holds up today <laughs> no definitely not yeah. definitely not and I mean I only watched a couple of episodes and there's a lot so I, I don't I can't imagine the content of all the other episodes and what they touch on but it's probably just not a lot of relevant things and they're probably enough a a bunch of topics where people are gonna be like oh no i'm offended no i'm not doing that (laughs) i hear you let's now swing on over to family matters had you ever really watched this i feel like when we had talked originally you said you really hadn't watched any of this 
And I still don't feel like we did. Obviously, Urkel is like a huge character that I feel like even if you didn't watch the show, you knew him through something else because I feel like he was always, like we said before, popping up in other shows you may have watched. He was in Um, Full House. Right, Full House. He was in Step by Step. He... He was in something else. So that is familiar to me. But like the whole family dynamic and all of that, it's not. Um, mm-hmm. I did watch some other episodes outside of what you sent me, like before you had sent me yours. And the whole like Urkel changing into the Stefan handsomer type character. I, for some reason, I do remember him having mm-hmm. that transition transition at some point. And I don't know if it's because I watched that episode or what, but I was like, I remember that he did that. Yeah. We'll start with the first episode. We'll kind of go in the order. So the first episode that I'd given you in the earlier season was the one where Lisa finally gets to go on a date. Well, Urkel gets to finally go on a date <laughs> with her. And it kind of, I don't know, like I kind of focused a little bit more on the, on the dad's story on that one. I feel like a lot of the the episodes that you sent me were very, like, they were more hard hitting. Like you went for those episodes, didn't you? (laughs) I I went for those episodes because those were some of the big, like the ones that stand out. Okay. So you personally like remember. Yeah. And and I, I thought that they did, they handled it very well. And I feel like this is, that's kind of how it would be for somebody's and somebody who is in the police force being in that type of a situation and going through that, mm-hmm. making a decision that you think is going to get everybody out alive and not. And so I, I, I liked how they worked a lot of his storylines being on the police force as a African-American in kind of more of an, not necessarily like an inner city, but a bigger city and just the, the different side of it, because obviously you and I, we are Caucasians. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't see that and growing up it was I I do remember like that episode and then the one where his uh son gets profiled racially mm-hmm. profiled those being huge episodes when they came out yeah and I can believe that they would be yeah sure. just being oh my gosh did you see family matters to what do you think of that like how what and of course there's always going to be controversy about everything well I mean I even think even Fresh Prince was doing that though they were yeah kind of taking a stand on a lot of topics that people were like tiptoeing around and a lot yeah. of shows weren't talking about addressing and that's where I think that's why I think like Fresh Prince and Family Matters found their place in family mm-hmm. households I mean they're both huge shows and it's because they talked about the stuff that people were afraid to and like they had really good 
just from the couple episodes that I watched, they had really good like family dynamics to where they it wasn't like step by step where people where you felt like people were kind of not being included. You got a lot of that parent time, but you also got the kids time. And then they had a lot of mm-hmm. stuff together. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like they they were really showcasing all of that. Yeah. And also like the one with where Stefan first comes into play and everything, the daughter's like upset. Her dad's upset. A a fellow officer had gotten shot. And Stefan just being, well, now that he's gone and now that the black cloud's gone away or whatever, whatever he says. And she's just like, I'm a circle. I'm a Steve Urkel. Like he, he would have felt for my family and what we're going through and not been me, 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 me. Did you like the transformation that he made? Cause then didn't they do it, like continue it on after that sometimes? There was a couple, I think there's one or two more episodes where Stefan came back. I liked Urkel's character and just how, how goofy and entertaining he was but also how caring it's it's kind of amazing though how he was able to do that as an actor like just carry the Urkel character around and just it was everything it wasn't just a voice it was the whole walking and the way he carried himself carried himself yeah and then to change over to Stefan you're like okay so this is actually like a normal person yeah he is actually a normal person under that I'm kind of curious as to why they didn't find like a like an in-between you know so the thing was is that Urkel wasn't wasn't supposed to really be a main character Mm -hmm. he was supposed to just be like a I don't know if it was necessarily a one and done or just two or three episodes and then be done and he just everybody just loved what he was doing mm-hmm. with that character that that's why he got he got stuck with it i guess like in a sense that's kind of how it was i i do i feel for some of these child actors teenage actors who get into a situation like that and the same thing was with screech mm-hmm they get typecast as this character that they play when they're younger, that when they branch out, try to branch out, it's hard for them. Extremely hard oh, yeah. for them. And they breathe like a sigh of relief when the show's canceled because they're like, finally, yeah. I can move on. <laughs> exactly. Like it was um, talking about Psych uh, and everything. He actually had, is on two episodes of psych jaleel oh oh, you know what i do remember that i I do remember that Mm -hmm. and we watched those the other day and everything Mm -hmm. it's like the difference and it's great seeing him oh yeah just be a regular actor uh and not have to be that urkel persona anymore but it is one of those things where like you were saying you may not have watched the show, but you you damn well knew who Steve Urkel was. He's a, I mean, he's a great character. I mean, who, mm-hmm. uh, whoever created that, uh, I mean, obviously a part of it is the actor who put that together. I mean, mm-hmm. you can only do some, someone can only come to you and be like, oh, do this. Like you have to be able to yeah. embody it. And he did. And, I mean, yeah, it, it just, I feel like that show kind of 
launched itself even more with the inclusion of his character. I mean, it may have done yeah. fine without. I don't know. We'll never know. But I do feel like just from what I was reading, it kind of got redundant as the seasons went on, like where to the point where people were like, okay, we love Urkel, but it's like, now it's too much. Like, yeah, we gotta stop. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's why they did bring in the Stefan a little mm. bit more was to give it a little bit more of a, like the name of the episode. What was it? Dr. Urkel and Mr. Cool? Like a mm-hmm. Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde type of situation. If I remember correctly, there is actually one episode with the Stefan character where it is kind of a battle of who's gonna who's Mm. gonna reign and everything (laughs) yeah because there's there's a later on there is a character who is like in love with Urkel and it kind of it adds another layer to it and of course Urkel still loves with Lisa and everything and then Laura so he Laura why it keeps doing Lisa I, I don't know I'm so many different names here I'm like just the fact that I'm just throwing like, out a random one. It's okay. I'm throwing, we know I'm throwing them out. <laughs> I think I think because we were talking about Tiffany Thiessen earlier, yeah. and I was and then Screech I and got all that. Yeah, Saved by the Bell in my mind. But um, Laura, that's right. Yeah. Do you remember <laughs> how the show like wrapped up? Like how they wrapped up the characters or anything? Or was Not it one of those really. terrible finales where like they didn't have time to do a finale? Honestly, I don't remember because I think mm-hmm. at that point I kind of, we kind of had stopped okay. watching consistently, or we were watching other things at that time. But if I remember correctly, they kind of did what a lot of those shows were doing. Like they added a baby into the mix. That's what Step by Step did. Yeah, I, I saw that in one. <laughs> they kicked off one of their other kids to that they could bring in a new baby. I'm like, why? I'm not really. Going down there, but... <laughs> <laughs> wow like at least with like fresh prince like they i mean they just kept everybody they i mean everybody else was growing up and leaving the right. house and that's why they brought in the that they brought in nikki but i think they did kind of the same thing the parents had a baby i don't know if it was the parents oh. or if it was like a cousin that came yeah. through but like that um that one episode at the end where uncle phil like makes a cameo I think that's like the one of the kids like is living with mm. them. I don't know if it's uh, necessarily a, a cousin or nephew, whatever. But I think a lot of those shows did try to add like a younger child to bring in another generation. Yeah, when a show's on for that many years, I, I understand like they try to mm-hmm. change it up. But I mean, yeah, Full House did the same thing. Like it's just, yeah, a lot of those shows that are on for so many seasons, like let's bring a baby in. It's like, yeah. I feel like the show would have been just as successful, if not better, without the introduction mm-hmm. of the new kids. Yeah. <laughs> That's like, just my opinion. How are you going to necessarily work that with everything? Like that. that's one of the things it's, I did just know that I, I did truly enjoy Family Matters growing up. It was one that we would watch for a good long run. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, I don't, unlike The Fresh Prince, where I very clearly remember this series finale, I don't necessarily remember Family Matters. I don't know if it's, I've not, I've only maybe seen it once or maybe not even at all. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Some of these I do wonder 
like what the true reasoning behind it is behind them canceling was it everybody was getting too expensive everybody wanted to go do other things well I read with like step-by-step family matters because they did transition them to the CBS there by the time they got to the last one to two seasons the ratings were declining a lot so once your audience goes away you eventually there's only so much you can do um yeah. because there, it's now been seven plus years since you started it there's a lot of new things and stuff that people want to see and do and so they eventually just kill off all the families and come up with a new concept that's almost the same thing but <laughs> same thing different names <laughs> exactly but have you seen the commercials with the tv dad i think it's progressive with uh the guy who plays carl yes he's he's there portraying tv dad and they have like different yes, scenarios yes yes tv so dad. funny i was yes. like <laughs> yeah it was kind uh, of hilarious that they're like doing that hulu was showing hulu, those, yeah yeah i think um one of those that like where you they do choose your the, ad yeah exactly and you're like, I'm like i don't have really... time for that just choose one for me please yeah, just hurry up. Like, just, just get back to the just, show <laughs> can, can i just leave it on this and, and for the 30 seconds or whatever it needs to be <laughs> do no. i have to make a choice <laughs> yes i did see that and that that cracked me up i was i enjoyed those kind of like with them redoing like the little scene for clueless mm. and everything mm-hmm so a handful of the cast members from Family Matters were at the first 90s con last year. Oh, really? They did a little mm-hmm. reunion? They did a little reunion on that. Aww. I was like, damn, that would have been awesome to go go do. Yeah, I don't think we're going to get a reunion of any of these shows at ours. No. I don't foresee the step-by-step kids coming back. Yeah, <laughs> they're done. Most, yeah, as I say, aren't most of them like none regular of them are, jobs and everything? Yeah, none of them yeah. really have like acting careers besides the mom and dad. But yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Whoops, I did watch yeah. the episode, which I'm curious on your take, like if you ever did it. But did you ever do the Urkel dance? Not to my knowledge. Okay, yeah, because I watched no. that episode where he's where they're at like a a rooftop party or something and he uh-huh. getting bullied and so then he starts dancing and he does what is actually a pretty badass dance like i would try it but yeah. <laughs> we'll have to start we'll try thing. it but <laughs> we'll, we'll well. i will definitely follow my ass and probably not be able to get up with one of the moves that they do <laughs> but <laughs> i'll have to go back and rewatch it you but need to watch I, that I, one it's actually funny i vaguely remember it but yeah no i i didn't ever try <laughs> yeah I'm curious as to see that's the thing back then it wouldn't have become like a a trend at all but if they try to bring it back today I guarantee it would become a thing as far as they have you know I wonder if Jaleel still knows it he probably has been asked (laughs) to the point where he's like I'm just gonna say no (laughs) I have I think I think that is kind of how he is anymore it's like he just he he has done so much to try to break away from was he at the reunion no he was not it's always fun like looking at some of their like pictures now and everything just seeing how 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 much they've changed and how much they haven't yeah yeah i do like doing that <laughs> yeah now i've got to ask another 
which this or that, which would you rather kind of thing. Okay. Family matters or fresh prints. Ooh. Honestly, I would probably have to go with fresh prints. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like Urgle's character, while it's great in small doses, would get tiresome. And I just really, really, really like now my mind is drawing a blank on her name. Which one? Not Ashley, but what's her what's her Hillary? name? Hillary. Hillary, yes. I loved her character to where I like yeah. I'd be okay with they should have made a spinoff, honestly, with her. But yeah, I think I think Fresh Prince. What about you? We're probably gonna have to go with Fresh Prince also. Okay. I love Family Matters. I love the hard-hitting episodes. Um, and I love the comedy of it too. Mm-hmm. But there was just something about Fresh Prince that kind of still stuck with me very deeply. Like watch rewatching Family Matters. I remember different bits and pieces of different episodes. And there's like one or two, one or two episodes I truly remember the majority of it. But Fresh Prince, there's I remember countless of them, like all of the episodes. I don't know. I think maybe it was just a little bit easier for me to connect with Fresh Prince, maybe because they had so much variety of age group. Mm-hmm. Ashley, Hillary, Carlton, Will, they kind of ranged for a good part of that, where there was like preteen up to young adults. Maybe it just kind of felt a little bit more connected in a sense or something i'm not sure yeah but yeah but i still did really enjoy family matters so out of the three from this discussion Mm -hmm. what's your rating i mean i know what third is but what would you say (laughs) first and second i'm gonna have to go family matters number one dinosaur number two and then step by step Mm, okay i get it i get it what about you Mine would be dinosaurs step by step family matters. And and I only just because I grew up with step by step that I'm putting yeah. it over it. I don't know, but yeah. No, I, I get it. I mean, I didn't grow up with step by step. That's why I was at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. I know. Like, eh. What so. would you say? I I mean, I guess we kind of already talked about it though before because I was like gonna ask you to choose out of the three that have like the same theme song writers like which one's your favorite family step or full house but I feel like it's probably gonna be full house right yeah yeah that's mine too mm-hmm. it's just I mean it's full house you just I know. don't go wrong, you cannot with that go wrong yeah it's just unless unless you're Josh Josh Peck driving in a van with John Stamos and trying to sing it and he yells at you did you see that video yeah, i did see that that was cute yeah <laughs> that's fine though he can yell at me like, yeah. whatever yeah exactly all right you want to do any questions or do you have any questions let's see if i can find anything let me see i have one question mm-hmm. so i'm definitely going to ask you that one and then let's see what other one this one would be too easy so i'm not going to ask who said, did I do that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I probably had that same question in mind. Oh too. my God, right? So classic. And that was, that was always just such a huge thing. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Did you hear that a lot growing up? Any people like good referencing question. that? That is a really good question. I, 
I feel like I heard it a lot and I don't know if it's because we said it or if it was hearing other people say it, but yeah, it was a mixture of both for you, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Because I mean, it, it was, it was just kind of a big joke and a, it's like a catchphrase like, that everyone of course yeah. is going to start. Yeah. No, they're not, they don't really go with anything we're talking about, but. Okay, good. Cause like, <laughs> I, uh... I tried looking for, but that was the only question that I had that was related to any of these shows. So yeah, I am doing a reference to something that just recently happened though. So okay. in what city was Jerry Springer elected mayor? You're really going to ask that question? After what just happened? Hey, he's a big part of our childhood. Paying him respect. You know, what's interesting is I actually never really watched his show until the last like three or four years. What? Really? It was because of the time that it was on. Hmm. And um, it was just something that my parents were, they didn't think it was appropriate for me to watch, which yeah, after watching... Wasn't. I completely agree with them mm-hmm. on that. Uh, anyways, was it Cleveland or Cincinnati? Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Okay. I knew it was one of the C's from Ohio. <laughs> More than <laughs> I knew. <laughs> I couldn't remember which one. Because like that was, because um, we've watched like the YouTube videos and everything, like the slips from that. Mm. And so on one of those, it, it had said something about oh, that. Oh, really? Mm. Oh, fine. Yeah. Mm. Do you have another one? I'm having issues here. She's having issues. I do have another one. Okay, I feel not what. Okay. What famous crooner sang the Married with Children theme song? Oh, God. Um, I know the theme song. I know you know it. <laughs> uh, but I know how it goes. Married with children. Who sings it? Frank Sinatra. Is it Frank Sinatra? That's what I was going to say, but I was like, wait, no. I Okay, that's another thing. Like, I was uh, watching something, and they were talking about how Eminem and Picasso were alive for the same, for two years together. What? Like, those kinds of things. Like, Cleopatra was around closer to the invention of the iPhone than creation of the pyramids. Like, those types of things. Um, but like the fact that Frank Sinatra was still around to be able to do the theme song for that was that written was the, exclusively for that show though, or was it just like a? Song I don't know. They, let's you know hmm. what? Let's see. <laughs> but I mean, he was around. Like he, when he passed, it wasn't like. Oh, now they have have this saying that from the third season on. They admit Frank Sinatra singing because of licensing issues. So So get this through your mind. Frank Sinatra passed in 1998. Oh. We were alive. Yeah, we didn't know that. We we weren't. Yeah. No, that song was made in 55. Okay. So they they bought the rights to it for a certain amount of time and then they had they probably couldn't afford the rights to continue well probably once he passed and then like the show you know well the show didn't the show mm. was early 90s yeah it ended before he passed but they probably yeah. only had it available to, until yeah at least so many seasons anyways 
So until 97. So man, right before he passed. Yeah. But yeah, like thinking of things like that, when you see somebody like Frank Sinatra on something, you're like, oh, wow, he's, he was long past and everything. And nope, he wasn't. Yeah. We, we were alive before he passed. Okay, so this is interesting. This, this kind of has a little bit of what we talked about in a sense, um, sort of. What strapless, padded, push-up, brassiere made its U.S. debut in 1994 and became one of the most popular products among women? A push-up brassiere? Mm-hmm. You know what brassiere is? Yeah, but what else are they asking me to... I'm confused. What what was the was it clothing? What was the uh name of it? It had a name. Uh-huh. It did. Not, not a brazier. No. Uh corset, uh tube top, uh push up. No. <laughs> what? <laughs> you give up? <laughs> yeah. The Wonder Bra. Oh, really? That was created in the 94. Uh so it was it made its US debut. Uh in 94 interesting hmm. all right since we well, were talking about um music and everything uh how many films did john williams compose in the 90s john williams composed for what composed the score for in the 90s john how williams many, comp- how many movies how many films yeah a bonus, bonus points if we can name the movies oh okay Star Wars. 90s, people. 90s. Very, like, number one might have been. Did I give you a list of or just a number? Just a number. Oh. Well, my uh, call of friend is not helping. Oh. (laughs) I'm going to say a higher number than four. That's a lot for somebody in the 90s. Six. Who's John Williams? I don't even know who John Williams is. I mean, you'd have to name his movies for me to be able to know what he composed. Well, one of them was Jurassic Park. Ah, so a big Steven Spielberg guy, eh? Mm-hmm. Jurassic Park. So not so more than six. Huh. Damn. One T. Twenty. Two zero. Twenty films he composed yeah. in the nineties. Okay, we gotta find the list of all these again now because that's that's insane. Mm-hmm. Is he still alive? I think so. He is still alive. He is currently 91. Wow. Wow. 91? Damn. Okay, so the 90s. Here we go. Oh, wait, he started in the 60s. I gotta scroll. Yeah. All right, we got Home Alone. Mm-hmm. Stanley and Iris, Presumed Innocent, Hook, JFK, Far and Away, Home Alone 2, Jurassic Park, Schindler's List, Sabrina, Nixon, Sleepers, Rosebud, Jurassic Park, Seven Years, i'm tired of reading oh he did do a star wars one back in 99 no that's what i was saying it was 99 if he had done any of them yeah angela's ashes and then we get into the 2000s just keeps going so oh man yeah he is the composer of our generation he is the composer of our generation that's hmm. even though somebody didn't like home alone so (laughs) oh man I mean, I can't say I watched a lot of these movies that are on his list of the 90s. Jurassic Park, Home Alone. I mean, probably like five that I really have watched. Truly. Yeah. Impressive. That's all I got for tonight. That's all I got. So that's all, folks. That's all, folks. Come back again next Friday for another another TGIF. 
<laughs> God, I didn't go at all. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have a closing for that. No. Since, since we release on Wednesdays, it doesn't really. Doesn't really match. <laughs> doesn't go. T-G-I-W. Thank God it's Wednesday. No. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants that. Oh, man. You should maybe we should have been releasing on Fridays so we could have used that as a marketing thing. TGIF. 